the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain that everything you've been taught by the real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And today, we are blessed with a caller, the lovely Scott Hamilton from Panama City, Florida. Scott, are you on the line? I'm here, Bob. How are you doing today? Fantastic, because it's easier that way, isn't it? It is. How's the weather in Florida right now? It's uh, slightly two degrees uh, cooler than, than than it probably is at your place, but it's a lot more humid. Okay. And Ramon, uh, should we do weather and traffic? So, um, Scott, you had a question, and I forgot what it was already. From, uh, in the area, it, it, we have a, uh, a lot of absentee owners. Oh, that was it. And uh, I was curious about what a good approach on being able to give them a pricing presentation or any presentation at all besides on the phone, or what steps would be best. So when you have an absentee owner, uh, a couple things are going on. Normally, when you're a fearless agent, you ask the question, where are you moving to? And then uh, the kind of the dialogue is, are you going to rent or are you going to buy when you get there? And then are you uh, – is it going to be a condo or a house? Is it going to be bigger? Is it going to be smaller? Is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? And then we're looking for the money problem, okay? So when I am selling my house that I live in, I am moving both me and my equity, okay? So my equity is moving and I'm probably to the next house I'm going to buy and live in. When I don't live in that house and it's a rental property, and in the case we're talking about, uh, are you talking about one particular that you're coming up on, or is it just in general? It's in it's it's in general. It's a it's a it's a high demand area for uh, for investors doing Airbnb and things like that. It's 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 very common. Mm-hmm. So when when they are selling a property, it is usually a rental property then. Or a vacation time, yeah. home. Or vacation, but... Which yeah. is, I'm curious, you're in Panama City, Florida, which is, the, what, what did you call it? The Redneck Riviera? Is that what it is? That's what it is. So the, uh, uh, are they mostly vacation homes? It's a resort area, kind I of, would, right? I would say I would say yes. It's probably mostly, mostly vacation homes. So I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, where people live year-round. I know it's hard to believe. It's 140 degrees outside, but Ramon and I are sticking it out. You know, one time... Uh, Ramon and I were walking down the street, people don't know this, and all of a sudden the pavement had melted, and uh, it was because the nuclear power plant had melted down, and then uh, we looked at each other and said, well, at least it's a dry heat. Isn't that right, Ramon? Isn't that how we do it here? So um, 
when but a lot of people like up in North Scottsdale and up in Carefree, which is kind of like movie stars and people live up there. Um, you know, it's a ghost town during the during the summer and uh, no one is there. So they're all pretty much vacation homes. They're not. So the the price of the house would dictate whether it's a rental or a vacation home in your area, probably and the square footage of it. So if it's fifteen hundred square feet, it's it could be a rental if it's. 3,800 square feet, it's probably a vacation home. And the 1,500 one could be a vacation home too. So the question is, when they're moving, they're not moving, they're moving their equity. So uh, what I would ask you if you were the vacation homeowner when I'm on the phone, like let's say you cold call the person and you get them and they say, yeah, I own a vacation home or a rental. I'd say, you know, if I were to sell that house for you, I would be handing you a very big check uh, at closing, much bigger than you could get with any other agent, by the way. I'm curious. You would either invest that money or you would spend it, okay? So spending means going to Vegas, uh, buying a car, buying a boat, um, spending. And then investing means one of three things. You're either going to do a mutual fund or you're going to pay down existing debt, or you're going to do other much higher performing real estate with a much higher rate of return. So what would you do? Would you spend the money that I'm handing you, or would you invest it? Now, just asking that question makes you sound much smarter than any other agent they're ever, ever going to talk to. So you're looking for any opportunity to ask that question. And then probably they're going to say invest and if they say um, not not mutual fund, not not um, pay down existing debt, but so then when they say I'm going to invest, and I'd say, okay, are you going to do? Are you going to pay down existing debt? Are you going to do a mutual fund, or are you going to do other much higher performing real estate? So you know, hopefully they say other much higher performing real estate. And even if they're not going to do that in your town, you could refer them to another fearless agent in the town they want to do it or recommend a town that they could do it in. Um, Let me ask you a question about Panama City, Florida. Are you a homeowner there? I am not. Are you a home renter? I am. Not a condo, but a house? But a house, yep. What year was that house built? Uh, 2014. Let's go to the neighborhood in your town that's built in the 1960s. It's very nice. It's an older neighborhood, little tiny tract home lots, an average condition, kind of a rental style house. What would that sell for today? Between the between the 175 and 2 depending on where in that kind of block. Okay. So that same house uh in Scottsdale, Arizona would sell for about $350,000, which means it has doubled another extra time, which makes it a much better... By the way, both of them, when they were built, um, that 1960 house in your town or my town, when they were built, they cost about 10000 maybe eleven or twelve at the most, or maybe eight. So... They've doubled faster in my town. So if they were thinking of investing elsewhere, you could refer them to an agent in Scottsdale and they would get a much higher rate of return than they would there. Uh, and if they're – but they also would get a very high rate of return there 
even that would be a high rate of return. So if you think about that house that was built in 1960 and let's say – or 58 or thereabouts. Let's say it was a $10,000 house. Then it went to 20. Then it went to 40. Then it went to 80. Then it went to 160 and that's kind of where you are now, right? On average. Yeah. So it's doubled, you know, one, two, three, four times and that will continue to happen. So they would get a very high rate of return if they – so whatever the property is they own, maybe they could do better as a higher rate of return if it's the wrong type of property. Um, and then – but that what are you going to do with the money? Where is your money moving to is the number one question. So then you sell them on the product. You know, you say it so um, – uh, so obviously money is what this is all about, right, Mr. Seller? Yeah. So if I have an amazing strategy and I do because I'm a fearless agent uh, and no other agent has it and I know you know they already don't and it would 1,000 percent guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your property and you would end up netting tens of thousands of extra dollars uh, net more than any other agent could get you, uh, would that help your cause financially? And they'd say yes and say, so you're not allergic to money, right? Okay. So when it's an investment property or a vacation home, it is about money. It's never going to be about anything else. In other words, they don't have any um, attachment, family attachments to it probably or something like that. Maybe, but probably not. So then – You'd say, I'd like to set a time when we can meet on the telephone and um, are you an owner of that property all by yourself or do you have a spouse or anybody else that you're in a partnership with on that property? If they have a spouse or a partner, then you want both of the people on the phone. Uh, and and if they say, oh, I don't need – my wife doesn't need to be on the phone, say, no, I – Again, just to be clear, tens of thousands of extra dollars is what we're talking about. That's what's at stake. You still want that, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, that's my requirement. My requirement is that your wife is going to be on the phone or your husband or your partner or whoever it is. So that's just how I do it. So whatever, whatever time, it's going to have to be at 2.30 uh, in the afternoon my time or – uh, 7 p.m. my time because those are the only times I do it. So whatever their time you know zone is, it might be different. So if they're East Coast, it would be the same as you. And then we're going to have an uninterrupted, you know, no noise in the background type of. So make sure you're able to when we talk, take notes. I'm going to be covering step by step exactly how we can sell your house for tens of thousands of dollars more than it's worth. And that's the only thing we're going to talk about unless you have something else more interesting to talk about. And they go, oh, no, that's what we want to talk about. OK, great. So then what we're going to do is uh, you have the fearless agent uh, listing presentation visuals in front of you. And then you're going to uh, – and you know, so normally you would be at a uh, – you know, I just had somebody that did their first fearless agent listing presentation ever 
and they were talking about how much more professional it is. Now, the, the visuals that we provide you are in a three-ring binder format. So it's nothing fancy, but it is professional. And it's much more professional than having it on a laptop um, because it's bigger, for one thing. When you open up an 8.5 by 11 thing, it's twice that big. Having it on a laptop is small and cheesy and unprofessional, relatively speaking. Having it on an iPod or iPad would be uh, much stupider and tinier and cheesier. So, But the, the visuals only provide you an ability to look down and not get off track. So the seller says something, they go down some dead-end street conversationally, and then you just look at your visuals. So the, the fearless agent visuals – and you're new with fearless agent. How long have you been a fearless agent, Scott? Uh, a couple weeks. Okay. Now, just to embarrass him publicly, we're going to ask him this next question. How many uh, – How have you – memorized the expired list intro yet, word for word? I would say uh, it would be fair uh, that it's about 95 percent. That's good enough. And then how would you say doing the whole presentation, if you had to do it this afternoon on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you think you would do? Uh, probably uh, probably a 6. That's good enough, actually. That, that's all it would take. So the presentations are so good, you can stink at them and they still work. That's the good news. So you would just do it. You would have it in front of you and um, and then you would just describe, uh, you know, like I say, you know, the first thing I want to do is thank you for giving me the opportunity to meet with you on the phone. Normally, I do this face-to-face with people, but we're doing it on the phone. And, I, and again, thank you for that. And, um, you know, I – I print up something that uh, – I, I don't know if you're ever familiar with this thing called the expired list. Have you ever heard of that? And they say no. I say, well, I actually printed one up and I have one here. And it's what it is. It's a list of people who uh, have chosen – they have a couple of things in common. One is they chose to do business with an agent that allowed them to fail. And number two is they – went and did business and they – in my opinion at least, those agents and those sellers never should have agreed to join forces. So I go through the expired list intro that you know how to do and then while I'm on the radio, like I screwed up – I screwed it up myself. So that happens to anybody. But you're describing the visuals that you have if you think you need to. That's the only one you really need to. Then you go through the preview of coming attractions. And on the preview of coming attractions, one of the things that you normally do is you tour the house. So you'd say, you know, normally I would be touring the house. So I'm going to have you describe it instead of me doing that. And then you go on to the next thing. But you've already asked them all the all the questions so that you could do your ballpark market analysis. So the, the over-the-phone tour is not going to be a, a long thing. So you would just – not skip any steps except for the actual tour. You'll just have them describe their house in greater detail. And then you, you don't want to make it about the house because what you're making it about is the process that causes their house to sell for way more than it's worth. So I never make a big deal about the house. It like It's like the house doesn't matter. I literally could sell that house sight unseen for way more than any agent in your market could even if the agent in your market was a relative, a blood relative who grew up in that house 
I could sell it for way more money. So obviously it's not about the house. It's about my way of doing it differently. So – and then that's the theme of the presentation is that I can get you way, way more money bottom line, tens of thousands of extra dollars net. So that's the product really. And then um, when you get to the end um, – so you do the close at the end and then you're – if they're ready to put it on the market that night when you're on the phone, then you would be emailing them the paperwork and that email is not going to get sent unless they're going to be doing business with you that night. Say we're going to do it tonight or we're going to reschedule a time to get back together. You know, if Sometimes people say they have to think about it. The I have to think about it thing is less likely to happen, oddly, when you're on the phone than it is when you're face-to-face. I'll bet you were thinking the opposite, weren't you? Yeah, well, why, why do you think that is, Bob? Because when you're on that extended a phone call, you tend to be focused, uh, and uh, it's j- there isn't a bunch of rapport. Uh, people, you know, rapport building is death in sales. So you you tend not to do so much chit-chat as when you're in person and it's just harder to do the – I got to think about it. And again, they've already thought about it. So um, it's just much less likely to happen. So they don't want to interview other realtors over the phone. It's much, much less likely that they're going to interview other realtors over the phone. Plus, other realtors don't know how to do it over the phone. So they avoid those situations. I did too, by the way. I was. It's less uh, – enjoyable to do the over the phone thing for anybody i think but that's that's kind of the way but by the way if any of what we're talking about on this podcast makes sense to you listening out there and you are earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help if you would like to learn more like scott did uh, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810 that is my cell phone number and we can see if you and what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. So, again, it's 480-385-8810. Um, how responsive am I to you as a coach, Scott? You, you never fail to get back to me in, in a very timely fashion. I mean, if I, if I call and leave a message, you're back to me. You're back to me in 15, 20 minutes maybe. And my partner, Ramon, here can tell you that is because I have no life. Isn't that right, Ramon? He's not. He's said yes. So I love talking to realtors. Don't ever think you're bothering me. Don't email me. Don't text me. Always call me because uh, there is no emailing or texting in sales. Always call 480-385-8810. If you're out there and you can't afford code. By the way, what would, what would your recommendation to be? To somebody who says, hey, I'm thinking about doing fearless agent coaching, what would you tell them, Scott? First thing is I'd give me me a phone number, Bob. Tell them to get after it. Bob's going to help you out and set your mind right. How does it make you feel? You know, you haven't been – how long have you been doing this coaching with me? Only a couple weeks. I'm a green agent. Mm -hmm. And you were brand new in real estate? Brand new. How many – how long did you have your license before you signed up for coaching? Uh, 24 hours. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were getting your license when we first talked. Wasn't that the story? Yep. So uh, 
Your chances, by the way, of succeeding wildly are much higher than those people that got their heads clogged up with all kinds of horrible coaching previously. The Usually the people that are brand new with me, they do the best. And um, do you feel pretty comfortable when you're on the phone using the words we gave you? Yes, absolutely. Not a, not a, not a problem. Uh, you know, just, you just got to sit down and do it. You got to do mm-hmm. it. You got to schedule the time and make it happen. And when and don't you aren't you kind of pleasantly surprised how nice people are when you talk talk to them live? Yeah, yeah. No, everyone 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 that I've spoken to has been very pleasant. There's there's no issue. It's, it's I'm I'm trying to do them a favor anyway. That's right. And they're Floridians. They're decent, nice people. Yeah, I think it's the heat makes them calm. It calms them down. The heat calms you down. That's exactly right. So if somebody's out there and you can't afford coaching but you wish you could, you can visit fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar. It's about 45 minutes. Take lots of notes. Go to go to the uh, – there's another video on there that I would recommend. It's about 25 minutes long. If you go to the speaking page, uh, you see me opening up a two-day event and kind of watch that. Uh, take lots of notes, and then we have a video training page. But my guarantee to any of you would be those free videos would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you for free so you can afford our coaching as soon as possible. So, uh, And by the way, if somebody wanted to refer business to Panama City, Florida, they can call Scott Hamilton at 850 850- Six two eight 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 zero five, and that is toll free day or night, isn't it? That it is. Now, what what other questions do you have about anything regarding real estate that we have or have not talked about, Scott? So right now, for me, it's it's been just smoothing out the process. You know, uh, working with the new technology for me, and and making that making that go go well for me. I, I did have a question about uh, door knocking. If you if if you if you had some input, sure. I know of um, several several areas where that I've kind of covered that I, that I drive through, and I've done done the street address, you know, the uh, reverse look to come up with numbers, and can't come up with numbers for people. And they're in really good neighborhoods, so I figured, well, you know, uh, on Saturdays, if I if uh, if I were so inclined, I'd door knock, and I was kind of wondering what what a good process uh, would be for doing that. Well, you're gonna you, you're gonna say the exact same words that you would say uh, on the phone. The, the The key to door knocking is skip the chit chat. Don't have a reason. How far are you from the beach? Uh, six miles. Do you know we always do the headlines of the day? Remember when we do the headlines of the day on our on our uh, calls? So <laughs> he acted like he was disappointed, but yes, Bob, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw a headline recently that said more people. You would know about this because you live by the ocean. More people died last year from taking selfies than from shark attacks. And my reaction was good. Yeah, <laughs> is that not nice, Ramon? I don't know what's wrong. What's wrong with me? Okay, all right. So uh, the other headline I saw was that Mackenzie Bezos says she will give half of her divorce settlement to charity. And the Fearless Agent Trust Fund for indigent people like me is what would be an excellent place to start. These are the headlines. Of the day. This is the kind of crap he has to put up with every Monday morning. So the um, when you're door knocking, one of the things that people do wrong 
is they uh, come up with some half-baked reason for door knocking. Like I've got buyers that are interested in the area. Uh, you don't need a reason. You're a real estate agent, for goodness sakes. That's that's the reason. So when you door knock, you just want to introduce yourself. You would say, hi, my name is Scott Hamilton. I'm a real estate agent with, and then you name your company. And I just stopped by to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. And if they say no, then you you would say, do you have any plans of moving ever? And uh, if they say no, then I would just say, well, okay, well, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. If they want to engage you in a conversation, that's one thing. But the last thing you want to do is elongate that conversation because the only resource you have in real estate is your time and you don't want to use it up just on mindless chit-chat with people. You know, you don't want to be rushing rushing them away. But uh, most, it's not most people's dream to be talking to a realtor at their door. Uh, but if they do have a real estate need, they would open up and talk to you about it. That's for sure. So uh, I think that is a good – and when you say it's a good area to door knock, how did you know that? What makes it good to you? Uh, houses are probably late late 90s. Uh, middle class for the area, mm-hmm. and uh, there was uh, several in that particular neighborhood. There were several other houses that had sold recently, and they were they had not been on the market very long. Mm-hmm. Good. And the late nineties means they have equity, so that's good. Because one of the uh, this area is big military, so a lot of the a lot of the neighborhoods like that are are kind of preferred for a lot of the officers and things like that and there's there's a lot of them moving in uh standing up the base again you know military usually means not a lot of equity would have you found that to be true because they move a lot that is true yeah so you want to uh what percentage of the homeowners do you think are military do they have a base there hip or shot, something hip shot, probably about 30 probably about 30% What's the base they have there? Uh, Tyndall Air Force Base. Okay. Well, 30% Air Force is very high percentage. So there is a lot of low equity people. You know, the great thing that you can do for them is because fearless agents are able to sell their listings for way more than they're worth. Even if they don't have any equity, you can help them out of a jam. So so that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. All right. What other, other any other questions you've got that we can cover? No, Bob. As always, you you're right there. Answer answer my questions and and, uh, and and set me on the right path. Well, let me just talk a little bit about choosing an area to work because that was going to be the next topic I wanted to talk about. If you hadn't called in today, so when when a fearless agent chooses an area to work, uh, here's a little rule of thumb: older is better than newer. If you the higher the turnover rate, like the Air Force area, they have a high turnover in almost every neighborhood because of that, probably. So there's less equity automatically. Um, you you might remember in 2008 when the financial uh, so-called crisis happened, the um, or it was an actual crisis. The the areas of America that got hurt the worst was the Sun Belt. So it was your your area got killed, Florida got killed, uh, Arizona got killed. And the reason is because they're not – the whole area is newer. You know, Panama City is not that old an area. Uh, and 
the, you have a lot of people moving to it and moving out of it, and uh, that so there's just less equity generally. So the the areas that didn't get hurt are the people that had a lot of equity. So if you have homeowners that have owned their houses, it usually takes about um, the area has to have doubled in value. Uh, cheaper also is better than more expensive. So luxury never goes up in value. It almost always goes down because it's custom and it's custom for me and you don't like what's custom for me. So cheaper neighborhoods, not the hood, but but middle-class American homes tend to go up in value even when luxury is going down. Single-family homes is what you want to focus on. Anything other than a single-family home would go down in value like condos pretty much always go down in value um, and uh, multifamily would be even worse than that. Patio homes or something like that would be better but not quite as good as single family. So single family is going to be the best thing that you want to focus on. And if you can avoid things that have like high association fees and then you just want to get the names and the addresses of, of and the phone numbers of those people – and then contact them using the right dialogue, then that's that really is the secret to cold calling. So as long as you're doing doing that and doing it as many hours as you can a day, um, the richer you're going to get quickly. And um, so that's what my advice would be to you, Scott, and to any um, fearless agent or non-fearless agent. Any other questions, Scott? No, Bob, you've been a big help today, and well, thank you. everybody needs to give Bob a call and, and, and get the game right. Well, once again, we want to thank you for joining us today, Scott, and, and to all of you listening, please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810, uh, and if you could, give us a five-star review uh, of this podcast on iTunes. We would appreciate that, and uh, until next week. I always tell everybody, always have fun. If it isn't fun, we don't do it. Always be humble. Even when you have these amazing skills and you would be tempted to be arrogant, always be humble because humble and funny sells. And most of all, be fearless. Bye, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.